Hello, I'm Hal Lublin. And I'm Mark Gagliardi. Since the dawn of humanity, one issue has gone unsettled. With the fate of the world in the balance, we're here to settle once and for all. Rocking chair or porch swing. That's right. Don't worry, everyone. We got this. Podcasts should have a theme song. Podcasts should not have a theme song. Yes, they should. No, they shouldn't. They sound good. Yeah, but people are just going to skip past it. Hmm. You know what? You're right. We got this. Hey, rocking chair or porch swing? Um, rocking chair. Wait, before we go into anything for this episode, <laughs> we need to talk about you're going on a trip. I am going on a trip this weekend. By the time this airs, I will be just back from Alien Con in Akron, Ohio. I'm going out. What that okay. is? Uh, yeah, Alien Con is a con. Many of our listeners sure have is. been to a con, but it sure is. Have been to a Comic Con before, as we have many times. Uh, imagine a comic con where instead of a bunch of different properties all having, you know, a bunch of panels, sure. imagine if it's just one television show that has all of the panels. And so it's the same four people on every panel. And that television show happens to posit theories about ancient aliens on earth and feature many, uh, scientists. Who, uh, who think that aliens either have been here in the past, which I tend to agree with, or are here right now and the government is hiding them, which I tend to not agree with. Though those are the more fun panels to go to. And before you ask, yes, I have been to Alien Con before. You've been several times. Was there a point? I've not been, uh, I've been twice. Once in Pasadena and once downtown LA. I've never traveled to Ohio for one before. This is a first. Well, there you go. You can tick that off your bingo board. Weirdly, it was on there. Yeah. Of course it is. You had it there three times. Now you can. Yeah. That was, but it was the free square in the middle. It was just written three times. Like Beetlejuice. Now that you've said it three times, you can never leave. Alien con, alien con, alien con. Here's a question. Before you're going to this, this is, Mm -hmm. this is something you and your father do together. It's a lovely Uh, father son tradition. Yeah. Prior to this show airing, mm-hmm. when really all we saw growing up of alien culture, if you will, mm-hmm. and the idea that aliens were here were the commercials for Time Life books. Yeah. At that point, did you hold the idea in your head and heart that long ago aliens were here on Earth and they built the pyramids or whatever things are attributed to them? Did you believe that? How I. Did not believe that then. Okay. But that's, I just wanted a yes or no. I'm sorry. I I did. I did not believe that then. Let me finish. Go ahead. But I also do not believe that now. (laughs) (laughs) They haven't won. But my dad believes all of it. And I love my dad and I love going on trips with my dad. So I will be the fun skeptic that is. Just throwing him sideways glances every time Linda Moulton Howe says something bonkers. And will you remind me and our listening audience what your father does for a living? My father is a retired board certified orthopedic surgeon, a left brain scientist man who should know better. Well, but he is, but he's deep. He's in deep. He believes actually, no, he doesn't believe because if I say that he believes in this, he goes, uh, 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 I don't believe I know. Is that yeah. true? That is every time. Yeah. Oh, 
Your dad oh, is yeah. a great man. My dad is a great I've man. My dad is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I've enjoyed his company. Oh yeah. And he's enjoyed your company. Yes. He's a good man. That's, uh, uh, that's great. It's very fun to do these. I will bring you back some alien something, but not like something that says alien con. I want something that. All right. Give me an adjective. Give me an adjective for what I'm going to bring back to you. Unique and small. (laughs) Two things. (laughs) I can't, I don't. Okay. I have enough. I have enough. I know you do. And I'm grateful for that. You're about to get more. What I have. Of all the things that aliens have built mm-hmm. years ago or, or, or now, is this, this is my, this is my favorite segue. Accomplishments uh-huh. are both leisure sitting devices. We talked about best chair, but really this is not best chair. This is about, I want to paint a picture for you, Mark. Mm-hmm. Close your eyes for a second. Okay. That's good because if you were the one closing your eyes, you wouldn't be able to paint a picture. We're on Zoom. Your eyes are open. I can tell. I mm, okay. you close your eyes right now. All right, fine. I want you to imagine it's an evening in June. Mm-hmm. You're back in Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting on a porch, on a nice porch, a friend's porch. Nice wraparound. Why I don't have a porch? No. No, you can't afford that. That's fair. You're still in LA. You're just visiting. <laughs> But you're relaxing. It's been a warm day, but it's getting cooler. So there's like a really refreshing breeze. Mm-hmm. And you're sitting there on the porch, just enjoying it and having a moment of serenity. Okay. Sitting in either a rocking chair mm-hmm. or a porch swing that yeah. aliens have freshly constructed for you <laughs> with their laser tools. And then they leave before you turn, you turn around to see. Wait. Oh, oh they're like Santa Clauses. Yeah. Okay. Or shoe elves. Hmm? Yeah. Exactly. Or Medusas. No, that's kind of different. Because if I saw Medusa, they don't disappear. I just turn to stone. That's right. You're still yeah. there. They're still Which would be too heavy for a chair. Yeah. Unless it's really well constructed. That's true. And unless I was, uh, you know, like volcanic stone. Yeah. I don't know what kind of stone. Though I think, come on, look at us, dude. Medusa would turn us to marble. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Um, so am I sitting in a rocking chair or a porch swing? I mean, I know what I'm sitting in, right. but that's not the question is what do I want to sit in? The question is rocking chair or porch swing. Correct. We only get to pick one to have on our porch. Is that the game? Yeah. Okay. Sure. Or I mean, inside the house, you could have a porch swing. It would be weird because then it would just be a swing. Right. I guess that what makes it a porch swing is its location. Yeah. What really this is the battle of the two moving, moving seats. Now there are, there is a third that is very popular, but that that was not sitting thing with the, that was not asked. Uh, no, it's the glider. Oh yeah. The glider is the best, but it wasn't included. It wasn't included. The glider is like a rocking chair that doesn't actually move on the floor. When I visit friends who are having a baby Mm -hmm. and they're like, we're putting the nursery together. Do you want to see? Mm -hmm. And I say, yes, I do want to see because I'm interested. I want to be supportive of them happy for them. Mm -hmm. And then they show me. And if I see that glider, I want them to say, Hal, I know you're here for dinner, but instead of eating, would you like to sit in this glider and just glide in it for four (laughs) hours while we play rain sounds? Ooh. That does sound delightful. Nobody has ever asked me that. Not I'm once. sorry. They should. Yeah. 
you know what, Hal? As soon as I have a baby, uh, I'm going to invite you over and I'm going to bring you to the nursery and I'm going to ask you if you want to sit in the glider for four hours. And I will bring before the baby comes. (laughs) Why specifically before the baby comes? Because then there's no, I need to sit here. It's time for the baby to eat. Oh, I see. Then you're guilty if you are. It's like taking the handicapped bathroom stall. Correct. I want there's someone else who needs it more and they are in this world. I want guilt free glider time. That's what I want. <laughs> that sounds like a new podcast on the Maximum Fun Network. It is guilt free, guilt, guilt free, guilt free glider time. Mm-hmm. Guilt free is a different podcast. It is a true crime podcast about the basis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Shocking. Yeah. Shocking. Some of the things that man has done. Mm-hmm. Knee jerk. Are you a glider guy or a rocking chair guy? Between the two? Mm-hmm. I mean, not a glider guy, a rocking chair guy, a uh, rocking chair or a porch swing guy. I think I'm more of a rocking chair guy. Mm-hmm. Just because I, I mean, I grew up with a rocking chair in the house, but I, there's something that feels calming about, about a rocking chair where I can control the motion a little bit more than with a porch. Like when I'm on a porch swing, I kind of don't want my feet on the ground. Yeah. That makes sense. I want him to dangle and I want it to kind of swing on its own. With a rocking chair, I like to sort of slowly control the rocking of the chair. That's really enjoyable to me. Well, it, it's also good for you uh, it? because it is. Uh, you can burn up to 150 calories per hour rocking in a rocking chair and the gentle motion is good for your knees. Really? Yeah. Let's actually, I've got a few things I'd like to dive into that I think will help us determine objectively the answer to this. Great. The first one I want to talk about is the motion itself. The motion of, because if we are much in the same way that we took Star Wars and Star Trek and uh, eliminated the star element and it became, would you rather travel or go to war? The two fundamental motions that are at odds in this debate are rocking versus swinging. Okay. Right? Rocking being, you know, the motion of rocking. A couple of things that make them different, uh, the motion of rocking. The upper half of your body is doing most of the motion. And in swinging, the lower half of your body, the fulcrum point, one has it on the top, one has it on the bottom. Okay. And there are, surprisingly, different health benefits for each. I love Uh, that these are both healthy. They're both healthy. They're good for you. Uh, One of them actually seems to have significantly more health benefits than the other. Swinging. The one that's made of broccoli. The one, (laughs) yes. The one that is made, your, uh, your rocking chair made of broccoli. Oh man. A rocking chair. Uh, How this was fun. Yeah. This was fun. The 378 episodes in. This is where it finally ends. Bye. Swinging is good for your back. Uh, it's good for neck pain and aches and improves circulation. Pretty good, right? Yeah. But let's talk about rocking. Rocking releases endorphins, increases blood flow and oxygen to your joints. The exertion, as we mentioned before, is good for your knees. Uh, according to the University of Geneva, rocking fosters deeper sleep. Rocking burns up to 150 calories per hour. And according to a study at the University of Rochester, rocking is good for dementia patients specifically their balance because the constant motion of your ear having to adjust it's good for the balance for dementia patients specifically i don't know how they figured this out at rochester but they did 
So we're just throwing spaghetti at the wall over there to see what sticks. Let's test this out. There's a nursing home in Rochester that's covered in spaghetti. We've tested the Sunny D. Let's see what the purple stuff does for people. <laughs> Here's my question. If I, yeah. I love the idea that a rocking chair burns 150 calories. It's a workout is my point. Yeah, but you really have to be like. <sighs> yeah. You have to be aggressively rocking like a ghost when someone comes in the room at the scariest part of the movie. Exactly. That You that know, where that rocking like, chair is just going. <laughs> I mean, as much as I'd like to say, rather than lifting weights or walking more, mm-hmm. I can just sit in a rocking chair. Yeah. It feels disingenuous to think that the average rocker. The average rocker. rocker so Nickelback. Yes. The average rocker, like Chad Kroger is generating the movement necessary to burn that many calories. I wonder what the actual, like you can burn. Mm-hmm. You could probably do that on a lot. You could do it in a regular chair. If you're going like this, pumping your arms, like your Matt Foley motivational speaker. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And actually a porch swing, you know how many calories you can burn per hour on a porch swing? 700. 200. I forgot to mention this earlier. They actually burn more calories on a porch swing. What? Cause you, uh, you have to do curls while you're on one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I think it's because uh, if your feet aren't touching the ground, how do you make the swing swing? Do you just do the rapid fire leg motion until it starts going? You don't you have to have them on the ground? That's the I wish I didn't have to have them on the ground is more what I'm saying. Why don't you just hang it a little higher? Like, dude, put a porch swing on a second story porch, but just out far enough that the porch isn't under your feet anymore. Yeah, that sounds like a great idea. Yeah. So it's not really a porch swing so much as an Eve swing at that point. And a danger device. Yeah. Torture. Tell us what you know. <laughs> oh, we'll put you on the swing. Yeah. Oh, this swing is delightful, actually. This is a nice breeze. It's a good swing. I mean, Can I get a julep? I'm gently pushing you for information while I give you this julep. Yeah. This julep is really nice. What information do you want? I'll tell you the information I want to give you right now. How proud of you I am for this julep. You did a good job. Ooh, thank you. This is nice. Tell me about the aliens who built this building. Ah, here's the thing. I'm sworn to secrecy, but one more julep might loosen these lips up, if you know what I mean. We'll get a second julep. This bit is going nowhere. You ever do a bit <laughs> and you feel it? You feel it withering, and it's like, oh, we're just talking. Yeah, yeah. We've both improvised for decades, Hal. <laughs> it's a, it's a good, it's a show. good third stop. of our bit. Yeah. I can just stop right now. I don't have to see this through, and I'm not going to. All right. Fine. I'm a completionist, though. I'm going to need that second julep. Here's your second julep. All right. My point being that both of them are pretty good for your body. Great. So they both have theoretical health benefits. They both have theoretical health benefits. I think that the rocking chair might have a slight edge, but many of those health benefits are the same for both of them. Let's talk now about placement okay because and this is another one i think rocking chair has the edge on because a rocking chair you can put indoors you can put it in the nursery you can put one in the living room you can have a rocking chair indoors to have a swing indoors you're going to need a beam overhead somewhere inside to attach it to and also be kind of strange though Arguably very cool to have a porch swing inside your apartment or house. It feels very Topanga Canyon 
<laughs> mid-century modern home with exposed yeah. beams and somebody's like you walk in you go oh cool they put a swing in here yeah david crosby used that used one as a couch when they lived in the canyon yeah that's where he's that's where he slept that's where he yeah. was the night we lost janice joplin he was on in the porch, porch swing. swing inside with one of those fireplaces you know the metal ones look like a teardrop a chimney a chimney yeah yeah sad night for him he fell oh. slept right through it Oh. Yeah, it, it's that's like a quirky kind of thing. Yeah, uh, but I don't think we can di- like to say. Well, it's it's porch. It's got to be rocking chair because rocking chairs can theoretically be anywhere you would put a chair, mm-hmm. as opposed to the porch swing has to be like. Let's just what is the merit? Which is a better seat to sit in? Which is more enjoyable? Yeah. You know. We, well, yeah. I mean, that look. That's one criteria. That's not the only criteria. Yeah. Though. I'm just, you know, lest our listeners think, you know, we, when we picked best chair, we picked a recliner. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I don't own a recliner. You don't own a recliner. No. We just recognize it would be great to own a recliner. Sure. But- It'd be great to own a hammock. Now you've got me thinking about outdoor furniture indoors. Yeah. And I do love an indoor hammock. Because you can put it away easily. Yeah, you can move it out of the way and or if you want to just like I plus it's just like I have a friend who that's just what she chills on when she's in the living room because she's got a lot of like exposed beams in her place. So she's got a hammock between two of them. And I was like, this is very cool. And I'm never leaving this seat right here. I'm there right now. Yeah, you're in a hammock. You were wondering what this background was. Have you slept in a hammock before? Have you ever napped in one? Yeah, I like them a lot. I enjoy being in a hammock, but I roll around too much when I sleep. I would definitely wind up on the ground. (laughs) <laughs> how long do you think it would take before you laid down fell asleep and then just rolled straight over onto it we'll just put a, a nice uh plush rug below you i'll tell well that's a good idea or crash pad yeah i'll tell you falling asleep now for me is mm-hmm. i lay down and then it is a fight to keep my eyes open in any way shape or form so i'm asleep within i would say within five minutes of laying down nice so the amount of time it would take for me to fall over would probably be five minutes and 30 seconds. Man, like one song. Yes. Yeah. You would, it would be that, that point in you turn on some Celine Dion and you lay down in your hammock and right as you get to that one part of here inside your heart or whatever it's called. And I'll be funk waiting for you. <laughs> That would be a TikTok meme. Right? People would be editing videos <laughs> of of like the different songs I'm falling over to. Oh, oh. What a brush with stardom that would be for me. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? At all just, the yeah, just fall out of a hammock. And film it for some reason. Like, oh, this is the hammock sleeping challenge. And then pff, immediately fall over. Uh, I do love those. Like someone's pain becomes a note in everyone else's song oh yeah the right now the one going around is the woman who hits her hip on the couch yeah that, goes, ah! yeah <laughs> oh tiktok you are a weird weird time waster people are very creative i like that they I are get, that ken and i both get you to watch tiktok you do i i, I now have an account okay. i've not posted anything i'm simply a consumer of tiktok there's no need yeah, plenty of people are posting way more creative stuff than I could ever post on there. That's how I feel. What does your TikTok feed mostly consist of? Are there, are you sensing patterns in yours? I get a lot of cleaning. I'm heavy into clean talk. 
Yeah, clean talk's good. Methods mm-hmm. And uh, food talk. Those are probably yeah. my biggest ones. And then there's some comedy people I follow that pop yeah. up, some like random dancers, but mostly it's mostly it's people who, who are DIY. I love seeing like oh, yeah. people who fix stuff. So uh, home run, like DIY talk, clean talk, and food talk are my three. That's that's my big the biggest parts of my Venn diagram. What about you? Uh, well, they ours cross over a lot. I have a lot of cleaning and life hack talk. Yeah. Uh, or hack talk, tick tick hack. What do you call it? Tick hack. Yeah. Tick tick. Whatever. Something like that. A lot of food. A lot of cooking. Love me some cooking. Tick tock. And weirdly, Rube Goldberg. Tick tock. Oh yeah, the one like the crazy one machines. No, not CGI, like interesting engineers who just make crazy Rube Goldberg machines at home. I love that. Like the guy who made the actual like cartoon style conveyor belt that fed him a five course meal. It's fantastic. Let's take a quick break. And when we come back, I got a couple more criteria that I think are going to help us figure out this topic. Let's do it. We'll be right back. You're in a theater. The lights go down. You're about to get swept up by the characters and all their little details and interpersonal dramas. You look at them and think, that person is so obviously in love with their best friend. Wait, am I in love with my best friend? That character's mom is so overbearing. Why doesn't she just stand up to her? Oh, God, do I need to stand up to my own mother? If you've ever recognized yourself in a movie, then join me, Jordan Cruciola, for the podcast Feeling Seen. We've talked to author Susan Orlean on realizing her own marriage was falling apart after watching Adaptation, an adaptation of her own work, and comedian Hari Kondabolu on why Harold and Kumar was a depressingly important movie for Southeast Asians. So join me every Thursday for the Feeling Seen podcast here on Maximum Fun. Video games. Video games. Video games. You like them? Maybe you wish you had more time for them. Maybe you want to know the best ones to play. Maybe you want to know what happens to Mario when he dies. (laughs) In that case, you should check out Triple Click. It's a podcast about video games. A podcast about video games? But I don't have time for that. Sure you do. Once a week, Kickback as three video game experts give you everything from critical takes on the hottest new releases to scoops, interviews, and explanations about how video games work to fascinating and sometimes weird stories about the games we love. Triple Click is hosted by me, Kirk Hamilton. Me, Jason Shire. And me, Maddie Myers. You can find Triple Click wherever you get your podcasts and listen at MaximumFun.org. Bye! Oh, oh, sorry. I fell asleep in a hammock for five minutes and 29 seconds. Thank God I didn't wasn't there for 530. <laughs> Jeez. All right. What? Nothing. I'm so tired, but I, it's very funny. I enjoyed that. I'm just letting you know. Sorry, uh-huh. I've been up since 530 in the morning. Every Me too. I got up at 530 this morning. You have so much energy, though. Well, I'm, I was acclimating. My, I had a giant diet Coke just now. Oh. I was acclimating my body to getting up crazy early to go to Akron, Ohio tomorrow for Alien Con. Alien Con. Yeah. And you can't sleep at Alien Con because the aliens will get you, right? That's true. Yeah. They're Freddy Kruegers. All aliens are Kruegers. It's a tontine. The last person yeah. awake is the only one left. <laughs> it's not really much of a tontine. It's just sort of what happens. The last one to stay awake does not get abducted by aliens. Yeah. That's how it works. It's look. At frat parties in the South, it's you get stuff drawn on your face that you don't want drawn on your face if you're the last one. How much would I have to pay you to go to this concert in full alien makeup? Like the Croach This makeup? concert? This you mean con. the con? Sorry. Because as badly as I want the oh, aliens no, to get up on stage and full-on play Enter Sandman, no, they, I they, don't they, think it's going to happen. The California Raisins are aliens. It's them assembling <laughs> back together to, to do I Heard It Through the Grapevine. Do you know how much money was spent on that campaign and it was completely unsuccessful in getting people to eat more raisins? 
a it lot of the money. Raisin stars. Yeah, I had a California Raisins T-shirt. Yeah, and they had an animated series, but it, people mm-hmm. were buying more raisins, so they ultimately were like, "We can't afford to keep doing." It. Like, it wasn't like it's they so fell out of ridiculous. favor. Yeah, they just cost too much and weren't bringing in any money. The advertising yeah. was too. The advertising well, they had to pay for, each raisin, like, and those guys they were favored nations. They were really expensive. Yeah, they yeah, they were like the like Friends the cast by the end. I just love the idea that. They paid all this money to make people aware, like more aware of raisins, and people only became aware of four specific raisins. <laughs> <laughs> that's all that they. That's all they got oh out of that. Oh my gosh, Hal! We have to talk. We, look, we got to get back to the topic at hand. And they couldn't catch him and put him into a can for like an ogre to eat. <laughs> oh no! My question: I want you to dress up in full alien makeup. Yeah. Like when you had like, the Croach makeup done. At sure. Dan, thank, uh, thanks to Dan Gilbert for the Croach makeup. And I want you to, you could either go as, as Croach and ask them questions, but I would like you to go as just a generic alien and act like you're pretending to be a human named Doug. <laughs> and, but the real reason that this alien is there is to find out how much people actually know. So you're like, oh, so you think that aliens built the Sphinx? Okay, good. Okay. Good, good. Okay, that's good to know. Do you cool. think that they also built the Eiffel Tower? No? Okay, great, great, great. So you, oh <laughs> that's what God. I want. All right. How much would that cost? That? Oh, that one's going to cost you. Yeah. yeah. That one's going to cost you. That's going to cost you one rocking chair. Speaking of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bet you're wondering how I knew. But Oh, no, the raisins are here. <laughs> There's a couple more factors that I want to talk about. One is the social element because the front porch, here's a fun fact that I found out. Most of the front porches built in the United States were built in the late 1800s and the early 20th century as people, you know, made more money after the, uh, you know, industrial revolution. The, you know, the country is uh, starting to thrive and people are, are, uh, are, you know, making more and they have the, uh, a little more space and a little more free time. So as people got a little more space and a little more free time, they wanted a little more entertainment. And this was in the time before the advent of radio and television and things that would take people indoors. So the thing that was most entertaining to folks was the social factor of sitting on your front porch as the neighborhood also sat on their front porches or walked around to each other's front porches and sat and hung out. So I want to talk about the social element of front porch furniture because i would argue that someone sitting in a porch swing is more inviting than someone sitting in a rocking chair i feel like someone sitting in a rocking chair wants to be left alone with their rocking chair what if there's a second rocking chair because you're saying that with a porch swing there's an extra there's room for one more there is yeah and i guess it just also seems a little more open you know what i mean like like physically, a chair closes off your body more than a bench does. But that could just be, you know, psychological. But yes, I love the idea of someone sitting on their porch in a rocking chair with just an open rocking chair and an open invitation next to them. Just sitting there patting the empty yeah. seat, hoping that somebody <laughs> will come sit there. Looking at all the neighborhood folks walking by, just mm-hmm. patting that seat. Well, I suppose somebody's going to stop sometime. You got to walk up to one of them. Who do you walk up to? The person who is in a rocking chair with a rocking chair next to him that's empty or the person who's in the porch swing? The rocking chair. And here's why. Okay. And I can't back this up with anything, but I feel like the person in the rocking chair has got something on their mind. Oh, I like that. You know, like the, yeah. 
well, I'm just sitting here thinking about the uh, the inequity in our tax system, like, <laughs> you know, whatever it is. Yeah. It does feel like a rocking chair is for a thinking and a porch swing is for a courting. Yes. There is a, a, the social aspect you're talking about. I get it. Like, let's swing together. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the activity of operating the swing with two people requires you to work together. You have yeah. to stay in sync with one another. And I'm sure in some way, psychologically being physically in sync, would help you have more conversation or some connection with one another because you're yeah. working together to achieve a task. Yeah. But you'd rather get inside the mind of the other person. The conversation would be more nuanced with someone in a rocking chair. It's just something about a rocking chair that feels like thinking. Look, man, so far the rocking chair is winning on it's barely edging on health benefits. It's definitely winning on placement ability. And this gives it a slight edge in the social factor. There is one factor, however, though, with the rocking chair mm. that it very much loses. And it gave, in fact, this is such a downfall of the rocking chair that it gave rise to the glider as a type of chair. And that is Over. damage. Because your front porch, if you've got a wooden rocking chair on wooden slats on your front porch, a glider never moves and a porch swing doesn't touch the ground. The only damage a porch swing is doing is it's putting a hole in the beam above the chair. Right. A rocking chair, after a little bit of time, is going to start to damage that front porch that you've spent so much time having me envision. Like I, my eyes were closed for a while at the beginning there. I really built that porch in my mind, Hal. I saw it sort of a powder blue house. Yeah. With a, what I with a too. whitewashed front porch sure. tray with iced tea on it. You had me visualize that. Yeah. I don't want to mess up that porch. I visualized. I just tricked the kids in the town into whitewashing that Tom Sawyer style. I don't want the whitewash on my porch to get rubbed off too easy. So are you saying? Here before God, the California raisins and everyone Mm -hmm. that you would choose the seat that has lost three out of four categories because it might mess up your paint job or scuff things. You don't strike. That's not what I said. I didn't say that that was my I didn't say it was a deal breaker. I said this was a tough one. Yes. When it comes to continuous damage to the ground, a rocking Mm -hmm. chair is way worse. Not the ground, the porch itself. Yes, the porch, the wood, even on a floor, a hardwood floor or mm-hmm. a carpet, you're making tracks. I that to me that is not as big a deal. Okay. Unless you're constantly rearranging your furniture, then it's more of an issue. But also like what is the porch is the porch just to look at or is the porch to be like you know, like that's kind of part of it. It's the wear and tear on the porch. And if your porch is taking that much damage yeah. from a rocking chair, you probably have a bad porch. You should have That's had some true. aliens build it. I should have. There's I should have gotten the standing. same aliens to build a porch that built the, oh, wait, I'm not allowed to tell you because you've never been to an alien con. Back to the swing with you. <laughs> yeah, we went back to it. There's one thing also that uh, I think is a good benefit for the rocking chair, mm-hmm. which is uh, they have a bunch of them in front of Cracker Barrel, my favorite restaurant. I knew we, we had to come to Cracker Barrel at some point. Those of course we did. They don't have a porch size. swing in front of Cracker Barrel. No. And you know what bothers me is when 
like when in any situation where there's like a waiting room situation, if there is seating that is designed for two people, one person comes and sits down smack in the middle of it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. what happens. That's what would happen with a front porch swing. If you're in, let's say we're at, I don't know, Pity Pat's porch in Georgia. Oh, yeah. Great restaurant. We always go with producer Ken Plume. No longer exists, but yes. Wait, what? Gone. I hate finding out these things. Sorry. It's all right. The place uh had the best salad bar in the world. Tuna salad, chicken salad, egg salad, jello salad. The best. Anyway, if you're in like a waiting area, the Cracker Barrel made me think of it. I would much rather have a row of rocking chairs. Like I'll take my space, you take your space. Or, you know, if you're there with someone, you that the, a group takes the porch swing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a lot of real estate. A porch swing takes a lot of real estate, I guess, is where I'm going with this. I agree. I also think th- here's my thing with Cracker Barrel. Those are oddly sized rocking chairs. They're right? huge. They're like Lily Tomlin sized rocking chairs. And they sell them. So like if you want to be Edith Ann in your home, and they yeah. each come with a giant phone too. <laughs> and that's the truth. <laughs> Amazing. I, I can't tell you two apart, honestly. Yeah. Oh, by the way, you're great on that show with Jane Fonda where you guys make sex toys. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. I've won a number of awards. Yeah. Yeah. Look, Miss Tomlin, it's a real honor that you've chosen to do this podcast with me for so many years. Yes. Thank you. Cracker Barrel. You go get like a weird blanket, oversized yeah. Kit Kat, uh, somehow a hard candy that has two types of black licorice in it. Yeah. Really, really insensitive toys. <laughs> Though they've taken all those out. Thank God. <laughs> a cassette of prank calls by truckers for truckers. <laughs> That no truckers will buy. <laughs> it's uh it's crank turners. Crank turners. <laughs> it's called ten four laughs. Oh my god. You get all that together. The beef jerky boys. <laughs> beef jerky. <laughs> so dumb. Well, look, it looks like we have a clear victor in this. Crank revelers. <laughs> Go ahead. Uh, it, it looks like we have a clear winner in this, aside from the damage that it could do to a porch. You can keep it inside or outside. It's fully mobile. It's apparently people sit in them and think, and Hal will walk up to you if you're in one. I don't think it's a contest, Hal. I think we have our winner. People of the world, it's a rocking chair. The California Raisins said it best when they went, Wait, in their alien is that what they is that what the the California Raisins said in Alien? They really said that. Yeah, you know how when oh oh, I speak the language, I knew what you said. Okay, good. Uh, For people who are listening who don't know, you know how like when British people sing and they sound like country singers from the U.S. (laughs) When the California Raisins sing, it sounds like our language, but when they speak, they speak in their own language. And what they Mm -hmm. were saying there. To interpret it as rocking chairs are the best. We built them eons ago when the world was but a small idea in the grand scheme of the universe. We will come back one day. We will come back and enjoy some fine California raisins with you. (laughs) Rocking chair is the answer. That's right. Asked and answered. You knew it was going to be the rocking chair. We knew it was going to be the rocking chair. It's the chair that saved Kennedy, Hal. It's a chair that he had put in the White House in the Oval Office. He had a rocking chair 
installed in the White House because it helped his back. I was going to say it didn't do that great a job. How? Sorry. I thought you were making it funny. No, I wasn't. <laughs> I thought you were. I wasn't. I wasn't. Do you remember the roof swing bit I did? <laughs> that bit that went on like a conversation? I've clearly given up comedy. Oh, no. I'm not on purpose. It just happened. That's all right. We're apparently journalists now. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> uh, well, this topic is closed, but there are many more topics to discuss. So please reach out to us on Twitter at We Got This Tweets or you can email us at We Got This Podcast at gmail.com or go to the Facebook group. Talk about your favorite rocking chair slash porch swing slash California raisin memories at facebook.com slash groups slash we got this podcast. Thank you to researcher Kate McManus, graphic designer Uri Kilman, QA engineer Jen Alba, and of course our producer Ken Plume, a fine podcaster in his own right. You can listen to his podcast, a bit of a chat with Ken Plume, and you can watch his new podcast, Force 5, where he has guests on to discuss their five favorite Star Wars figures. And you get to see it. It's video. You get to actually see the figures. I'll be on it. I'll be soon be retrieving all of my Star Wars toys that I've been storing at my father's place out here. And I will come and choose my five favorite and we'll talk about them. It's going to be a great time. You should check it out. It's available now. When you support Ken at patreon.com slash Ken Plume, you'll get the links. So go do it. Go do it. We love Ken. We love everything he does. So this is going to prove to be a delightful and hilarious and fun and cool deep dive. Thank you, of course, as always, to our musicians, Jonathan Dinerstein and Mike Furman for our score and theme song, respectively. And thanks to you, the people of the world with whom we would always love to sit on the whitewashed porch on a porch swing or a rocking chair having a mint julep with you while Hal does uh really long conversational bits no oh, god i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you thank you for hal lublin i'm mark gagliardi for mark gagliardi i'm hal lublin and don't worry everybody i heard it we got the grapevine. this <laughs> Wait, ready let's do that one two three i, I heard, heard it through, through the, the grapevine. grapevine we got this maximumfun.org comedy and culture artist owned audience supported